0: Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one meticulous page of Talmud every day. Do you have your coffee yet this morning? I ask because I want to tell you about how I make mine. First, I scoop out some beans into a small cup and place it ever so carefully on top of my Japanese coffee scale, which is calibrated to measure everything with... Alarming accuracy. Then I place the beans in my German conical burr grinder, which rotates 1600 times per minute and whose number of settings is literally infinite, which means you could produce anything from quartz like crystals for cold brewing to the fine dust that makes the best espresso. Next comes the Hario kettle, which is temperature controlled, so you know you're getting the water within about half a degree of the desired heat, and also has a lovely skinny gooseneck, which means you could pour the water over the grinds in a slow and controlled motion. I rinse out the paper filter gently to wash out that papery taste, and I place the grinds carefully with my spoon, making sure it's nice and leveled. Then comes the blooming, or pouring just a little bit of water from the center outwards in circular clockwise motions to let the coffee bloom, or if you're not poetically inclined, degas. I do this while watching the scale, making sure I don't add too much water at any stage. And after about 35 or 45 seconds, I start pouring the water slowly on top of the grinds, giving it the time it needs to run through the grinds and come out on the other end as earthy and sweet tasting nectar. The whole process, start to finish, could take about 10 minutes, which when you think about it, Being the morning and you being rushed seems like an unreasonable proposition. There are machines out there, and I own a few of them, that could deliver a really decent cup of coffee with a touch of a button, so why not just make life easy? I ask myself this question often, but I could have hardly found a better answer than the one offered up in today's page of Talmud. Here is just a bit of the description of what the Kohen Gadol or high priest does when he enters the Holy of the Holies on Yom Kippur, the one time a year he's allowed to do so. How should the high priest act in the Holy of the Holies when he needs to place the incense on the coals by taking a handful from the spoon and placing it in his hands, the Talmud asks, and it proceeds to tell us. After he places the coal pan on the ground, he holds the front of the ladle, i.e. the spoon of incense, with his fingertips, and some say he holds it with his teeth. At this stage, the handle of the spoon rests between his arms, and he pushes it and raises it up slowly with his thumb toward his body until it reaches between his elbows, which he then uses to turn it over. He then returns the incense Into his palms, after which he pours it from his hands into the coal pan, and he heaps the incense into a pile on the coals so that its smoke rises slowly. And some say he does the opposite, that he scatters it so that its smoke rises quickly. Now, don't get me wrong here, I am not, heaven forbid, comparing the priest's sacred work with my own very mundane caffeinated pursuits. Both involve spoons, that's true, but the similarities end there. What inspires me is the immense attention paid here to process and detail. The Kohen Gadol doesn't just spray some incense or whatever the expression might be. He thinks about every nano-movement, about how each and every part of his body plays a part in making sure he performs this holiest of tasks on the holiest of days in the purest most perfect way, which is as it should be. Because again, we're talking about the holy of the holies here. But here's an idea. When we pay attention to what we do, really pay attention, everything becomes just a little bit, well, holier. I can happily report that my morning Joe means more to me, much more, because I've taken such immense care to see to it that every single part of the ritual Is done with the utmost care. I won't even tell you about my nightly martinis and how long they take to make. I've considered each part of the brewing process and carefully trained to make sure my own actions, my own movements, deliver optimal results. It was my way of telling myself that while there's so much out there in the world that's absolutely out of my control, there's one simple thing that isn't, making a cup of coffee. And that simple thing too Can be elevated, made less mundane, less simple, more special, more rewarding just by paying it attention. Sadly, almost everything out there in the world today is predicated on the exact opposite premise. We're about convenience, about getting stuff done faster and for less. We press a button and a meal is delivered to our door. We press another and in walks a potential mate who we selected by swiping left or right on our phones. That's all good and easy, but it doesn't do justice to the wonder and the magic that's all around us if we bother to work hard enough and find it. So let's take a page from today's page of Talmud and pick just one activity, one day, one a week, one a month or one a year and approach it just as the Kohen Gadol would his own sacred duties. And if we do, we'll make our own lives a bit holier as well